Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the Talon Brothers podcast. We got the usual crew with me today. To my right, my name is Nicholas Talon. Thank you for tuning in nine consecutive weeks. This is a big deal for us. I'm really excited to just sit down, talk uh, on this brisk autumn afternoon about some movies. Let's do it. Am I right? To my left, Tyler Bourne. I am a Talon brother. Let's talk about some movies. Yes, big week. I'm Nathan Talon, your host. We got a bunch of news, a bunch of trailers, but. We have to go at a brisk pace. Wait, brisk, brisk, brisk pace. Brisk lemon ice. You said brisk paste. And that yeah, sounds like a glue brand. We're ruining it already. <laughs> and canceled podcast. Go ahead and leave us a one star review. <laughs> <laughs> now, but in general, we got to kind of, you know, pace this podcast a little bit better. So this is a good practice run, uh, especially with the amount and scale of the news that we have. Let's do it then. I'm sick of talking First about up, it. Jeez. Nick's dream is coming true. Space Jam 2 announced. Uh, my gamer tag on on Steam is please no Space Jam two, so I think that just says everything you would need to know about it. At the end of the day, um, it'll be whatever. It, the, to be honest, the first one was whatever. It just it's it rem, it's reminiscent of my childhood. I'm relying on nostalgia, so I love the movie. But if you look back, <laughs> it's an all right movie. Uh, I hope that Michael Jordan plays some sort of role in this, like they bring him in for a cameo maybe or something. Like maybe he'll, he'll, the Bill Mur- the he'll have the Bill maybe Murray he'll bet on the game. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray better be in it. If not, I'm out. Um, I feel like it's kind of LeBron just, James better be in it. I don't know why. Like I was getting notifications on Reddit. It says Ryan Coogler teams up with LeBron James for uh, Space Jam 2, it. and he's producing it. it was, I felt misled. I was like, oh, wow, that could be kind of wild. So but, then it's, but then it's some guy that's never directed anything. He directed yeah. a short series on HBO called. I forgot what it's called. That's they probably the called up Ryan Coogler and said, "Do you want to be attached to Space Jam?" He said, "Sure." Absolutely. Do you want your name on it? Yeah. Who's okay. who's on? We got LeBron. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's how it went. Michael B. Jordan produced by Coogler. <laughs> yeah, Michael B. Jordan will be in it too. But you worship some someone that had a miniseries on HBO, so why don't you respect this guy? I didn't know that he did a miniseries, so I don't know why you're trying to come at me so fucking hard. Because you're ignorant. I was ignorant, and then I was enlightened. <laughs> do you just well, want to end feel? the brothership right now? Yeah, <laughs> you, do you just want to end it? Legally, I wish. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about LeBron being in it, Nick? That's fine. I don't hate LeBron as much as anyone else. I just think I would rather see like an actual – like LeBron's been in some movies, and apparently he's not bad in them. He's fine, yeah. I wish that we could get something just like a LeBron story but like a good movie. Space Jam 2. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think it'll be fun. I'll be there opening night. I guarantee I'll like it as much as I like the first one. I just hope it's not Uncle Drew. That would have been devastating if they got the director of Uncle Drew, but they didn't. They got this new guy. Um, So I guess I'm different from you guys in the fact that I love the original Space Jam. I, no, no, I, no, 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 no. I gave it five out of five. But I'm saying, you, were, you were literally just telling us how you don't think it's that good, and then you go, but five, it's, it's five not, out of five. No, it's no, 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 movie. Tyler. Did you not hear? How's it? Did you Michael not, Jordan's it's fine. Fun. It's exactly what it needs to be for did the Looney not, Tunes sure, and Michael Jordan. Sure. Did you not hear what I said? I Playing said against the Monstars. It was literally my, like, one of my favorite movies as a kid growing up. I watched that probably 55-plus times, and I absolutely love the movie. I could probably I watch it right now. But, I mean, when you dig deep, <laughs> it's not the greatest movie in the world. It's just how it works. Uh, well, I'm I just—it's funny. That. I just feel how people are so defensive over it when it's like, why not? Why is this a property that can't have a sequel? It's whatever. I, the superstar like, of this time, right? I—it's—it's it's clear. LeBron James is the most popular, the biggest star in basketball of our generation. That's you know, that's the equivalent of Michael Jordan was twenty years ago. So, who who cares? I don't. I'm. I'm not excited for it. Will I see it? Sure, but it's not like I'm super pumped for it. It's just like whatever. Real quick, who's the who's a better actor? Who do you think will pr- give a better performance? LeBron. LeBron or Michael Jordan? LeBron. Michael Jordan. LeBron is already getting involved with a lot of people say that's one of the main reasons films. why he tried to he wants to get over to LA is cuz he has he has like this mm-hmm. production company. It's well, it's like Kobe Bryant too. Mm-hmm. They're they're really Kobe interested in the winner. art form. Yeah. He is. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Yep. Good job, uh, we Kobe. got the first look of uh, Joaquin Phoenix as Joker with and without makeup. They released a still, and then they released some yep. camera test footage. I think it looks uh, sure. Like I'm just, yeah. I just want to see a trailer or the movie itself. Okay, pass it. ahead, I just want to say one thing because I don't care about the makeup. To be honest, like it looks fine. But what I noticed and what I got excited for is just that subtle at the end. He's smiling, and it just kind of he just kind of drops the emotion. Ooh. It, 
kind of like shakes you a little bit. I kind of like that. I, I like no, the music in the background. I have no doubt Joaquin Phoenix is going to do yeah, he's he, going he, to gonna commit to it. My, it's like the it's director. Just, it's just a Who's, weird partnership and it's DC and you never know what to do with DC after the Dark Knight here, here's what we know DC's batting like a hundred right now most of their movies suck less right? than that less than that okay I, I like a couple but mo- most of them suck right it's it's a director who hasn't done much and what he has done let's be honest old school not great not what I would expect from the, the Joker series <laughs> the hangover is that who's directing Starsky and Hutch Road Trip, War Dogs, The Hangover movies. War Dogs. Uh, War Dogs are Nice bad. Guys Graduate Last, Old School, Due Date. Wow, listen to this line. War, War Dogs just, is his most It really, really sounds like he, he's the one that needs to be direct. Is To me, that sounds like uh, the Joker movies be way funnier than it should be. That's what that list is. That's not true. I don't he know. Produced that's not a fact. Joker's funny, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, here, here we go. Here Heath we go. Ledger was hilarious. He was. <laughs> Here we go. He produced Project X. He wrote Borat. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just yeah, I feel so like he directed the same movie over and over. And my over again. the the footage that's leaked, it's whatever. It doesn't make me any more or less excited for it than I already was. It's just kind of like whatever. I'll get I'll have some excitement when I see a trailer in a couple months or probably like a year. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Yep. I'm just I'm withholding judgment until we get a little bit more. People who are freaking out saying like, "Oh my god, this Joker is going to be amazing," and people are like, "Oh my god, this Joker is going to suck." They're both just blowing it way out of proportion. We we've literally been... seen nothing yet. We've seen absolutely nothing from this movie. We've Stop freaking we've out. We've literally seen camera test footage that's in a, a picture. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what they classified it as. They probably had him stand in, get some nice lighting on him, yeah, and see how it looks. And the only reason why they did it, and it's smart move, is because they the set footage already released and they know that uh they'd rather get this out there than a set photo of him in the makeup and then people are like what is this oh my god and then that blow that way out of proportion especially if the photographer sucks yeah so that good good ahead good of them to get ahead of it joaquin phoenix i'm sure will do good but i'm gonna withhold judgment until we get more yeah. information to think that joaquin phoenix wouldn't be good in the role is silly he's a phenomenal actor he's in a you know a role that you can really commit to who cares carrie I don't know how to pronounce his name, last name. Fukunaga? Fuka... Fukangwa. Fukunaga. Fukangwa. True Detective Season 1, one of the best uh, seasons of television I've ever seen in my life. Fantastic. Going to watch Maniac over the weekend. Is that his, too? Yep, and oh. I'll get back to you with getting good reviews. Um, uh, directing Bond 25, coming in. Cool. Honestly, um, when they released the shortlist of the directors, excited for a bunch of them, and then when I heard, like, who they narrowed it down to is none of the none of the people I was excited for, and this name is way more exciting than who they had narrowed mm-hmm. it down to, in my opinion. So I think that's awesome. I as well am going to be watching Maniac. Probably starting tonight sometime. Um, since I have no friends, but uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. I have not seen True Detective. Nate's been telling me to watch it for a while. Once, uh, let's watch it together. Yeah, once I get have some you more. Seen it? I've never seen True Detective. Let's let's watch, let's it, watch it. Once I mean, once I get some little bit more free time too, I'd like to finish uh, Westworld or get caught up with that. I'd like to start rewatching Game of Thrones. I'd like to finish Mr. Robot. Hey, let, I'd like to stick, watch. Let's stick to that, okay? What are you talking about? I'm having some fun podcasting. Okay, it, little. It, I I think this guy's gonna do a phenomenal job. His everything that I've seen from him so far is like good. Interesting tidbit though, a little little sprinkle. He was gonna direct it. And then, like, two weeks I before they that. started shooting, he left because of creative differences. I remember that. And now uh, Danny Boyle leaves for creative differences, and then he steps in to direct Bond. I, hope the, I just hope the script is good because I've you, heard the writers now are the people who wrote Quantum of Solace. They wrote all of them. They also wrote Casino Royale and Skyfall. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Oh, they wrote all of them. Oh, so okay. it's like – because I because I was the opposite where I saw that. It, there was, like, the writers from Casino Royale and Skyfall. I was like, holy crap. I th- the headline they, I read said, Quantum of Solace <laughs> and Spectre writers see? back for yeah. Bond 25. It shows you how yeah. they want to spin it. But um, yeah, did you true. hear? Yeah, what's their names? A little, a little maybe spoiler warning. But did you hear like why Danny Boyle? Yeah, because they wanted to kill Bond, yeah. and he said no, and then he left for that. So I, I don't think you need to kill Bond for Craig's last movie. If they do choose to, let's see yeah. how it plays out. Yeah. And if they don't, I don't think that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. Do you remember their names, the guys who wrote them? No. Because there's four, there's four right there's like four or five writers on all the Bond movies. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's a writers' room. Yeah. It's a studio movie. Uh, next up, Wes Anderson is. Next movie confirmed, musical, set in 1950s in a fictional French city, starring recent Oscar winner. We don't know. That's all it says is recent Oscar winner. 
Um, it's the best Wes Anderson. It's that's the kind of Wes Anderson movie that I want to see. It's S- someone said you just you just went to a Wes Anderson thing and then did <laughs> randomly generate next movie and then <laughs> and that's, that's it. Yeah, but like, uh, I, the the amount of surprise is absolutely none. It's just like, yep, that's okay, yeah, cool. I'll I'm in. I'll support that man till he dies. Did Good you hear? Did movies. you hear what people? What Oscar winner people are thinking they're going to? Francis McDormand. Because mm-hmm. she worked you say with mm-hmm she worked to? with Francis McDormand. Oh, she worked with Wes Anderson before, and usually likes to work with similar people. I heard Emma Stone tossed her on as well. Emma Stone backed out of Little Women because of something. Could be who knows Ooh, whoever it is. If it's Francis McDormand, if it's her, if it's any Oscar winner, if it's they're good. In a Wes Anderson movie, <laughs> he'll change yeah. whatever they need. From, he'll I'll, get whatever he needs from them. Ten bucks says Bill Murray's in the movie. I pray Jeff Goldblum. Please, <laughs> he'll have one. Say, he'll call up on the phone. No, no, again. no. I want Jeff Goldblum as the lead. <laughs> he can play music. He can go get yeah. him in there. Uh, but I'm excited, of course. Uh, shoots in early 2019. Should be fun. We'll see it probably early 2020. Yeah, it, his movies usually come out earlier in the year. Uh, Star Wars production slows down, not on Episode Nine, but just overall in general. Uh, for them to regroup and stuff like that. I, th- I think it's a real smart move. Good. I really appreciate it, to be honest. Yeah. I think that they're just realizing that. In, I mean, they have all the money in the world, and it's more so they want to make quality, I'm assuming. Yeah. And I hope that's the case. It makes me a little bit happy inside because I love the whole Star Wars aura that is about within the stories. But I feel like if I'm seeing it every single year and it's just like roll them out. Like, uh, they wanted to do two a year. Yeah, that's just it's just too much. And you know what? I wasn't I was in the minority that didn't think Solo was bad. And um, I've supported. Most people think yeah. it's okay. I've it, seen all the movies that have yeah. come out since Disney bought it. Opening night, I support them. I I've seen uh, Last Jedi and you know The Force Awakens multiple times in the theaters, and I, I'm just happy that they definitely went this route. I wanna. I agree with. I want them. Like I appreciate that they're slowing it down because once, like Star Wars, the best thing that you can say about Star Wars is it's magical in a way where mm-hmm. it's like the whole family gets together. You go see a Star Wars movie. It's like a blockbuster experience, right? And going to sit down and watch the watch the Force Awakens in theaters at opening night was an, an insane experience. Hundred percent agree. And then every more like, and then I saw Rogue One and I was like, oh, okay, it loses the aura. And then you go to see Last Jedi, and even though it's the next can't like next big episode of Star Wars, you're still kind of like okay. And then I went to see Solo on like a week night or whatever. I'm like okay. <laughs> and but then the thing is, next one you're going to be seeing at home in your underwear. You're yeah, like, okay. I'll watch it on my phone. <laughs> no, like, okay. I'm I must admit, I'm still really excited for Episode Nine because it's going to wrap yep. everything up. That's the only thing that's keeping me going with that saga. And then I'm excited to see um all the the new ones that are coming out with you know uh, what is it um. Game of Thrones guys, yep. that'll be. I'm really excited for that one. Um, I I don't love Star Wars, but I certainly don't hate it. I like most of the movies, and I think this is a good thing. Too much of a good thing, and Star Wars is a good thing. It makes a lot of money. The movies are better than they are bad. You know, it gets boring. People aren't going to see it as much. People don't have the excitement they normally do. So when you make people wait and you build up to each movie, that's what's fun about it. Mm-hmm. That's why The Force Awakens was special. Like I didn't love Star Wars. It, but going and sitting down in that theater opening night, there like you, you just get this palpable. You kind of get all tingly before it you starts. You feel music, it. Yeah, the music starts. Everybody's all excited. Yeah. It's odd. That's a really that's, cool feeling. That's exactly really how I felt with Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Because yeah, yeah, get this, I did, hadn't seen any of the Harry Potter movies until my girlfriend introduced me to them when we watched them all. And then I went with her and a couple of our friends and that have that have feels that way that yeah. have loved the books, have loved the movies ever since they've been out. And it's this crowd of people that are the same way. And you can just feel the energy of people being excited. Fantastic Beast was not a perfect movie, but it was super fun. I thought it was really good. Yeah. And I had a really good time. It was just a fun experience in general. And that's what I, I want our movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll that's say, fan- I'll say, fant- like, that was a very good comparison because, like, yeah, Fantastic Beast, the Harry Potter universe, does have that following, I feel. And uh, I just thought, you know, Fantastic Beast was good. I don't have the attachment to the Harry Potter movies that a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. But, um, Think about if they were to take the Harry Potter universe and just have a movie every year, just spin-offs constantly. That's what's great about the Harry Potter universe is that even when they were doing all eight original movies, it wasn't eight years in a row. They took their time each one to make sure it was good. Let's get mm-hmm. the script out. Let's you know make sure it's a good freaking movie. Let's bring on new people and try yeah. some new stuff out and then try to find the director that will work best for this movie. And then and they I found like David they, Yates and, and they never they just like, let him go. I think, just stick with this guy. <laughs> I, th- I think everything will be fine with Star Wars. I think that if they do slow it down, um, stuff will return to its normal quality. 
I'm not saying that I haven't thought the last couple movies were good. Only one I didn't really like that much was Rogue One. But uh, a lot, of, like a lot of people, you know how it is. A lot of people are hostile towards Star Wars right now, that, and I feel that's like that's the problem. Though is that people are blowing it so out of proportion. Like who, if you watch a Star Wars movie and you don't like it, okay. And if you loved it, okay. I'm just so happy just, Twitter and Facebook weren't huge when the prequels came out. That would have been a nightmare. I think yeah, but the I don't know because the whole movie going landscape was different and. Yeah. I feel like even when they came out back then in that time, everybody universally loved The Phantom Menace. You know, the general audience really did. So I know there were, of course, there were some people who were like, no, I knew it sucked day one. But most people were like, oh, it's Star Wars. What, y- what year did that come out? 1999. I was one year old. Attack of the Clones is like 2001, 2001. or two. And, and then and 2005 the or six. Five. Five. Was I saw that in theaters. Mm-hmm. We got the burger. I think I did too, honestly. My my dad took us on a school last, day. Last day. Last of day of school. Took us to Burger King. We got our last collectible uh, watch from Star Wars uh, for Burger King, and we went and saw the movie, and I loved it. I was a little scared when Anakin was all burnt up. I was about <laughs> seven or six years old. You were, you were yeah about six years old. But it was just a good time. Well, yeah, and, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm still interested in Star Wars. Last Jedi, you know. I'm, I'm not part of the people that hate it. I'm not part of the people that love it. I'm just like, okay. Um, I'm excited to see how J.J. wraps it up. Do some re- Put some respect on Kylo Ren's name. I think he's one of the best characters Star Wars Agreed. has ever seen. Agreed. And I want to – hopefully an interesting end. I feel like uh, it's very predictable now. Ray too, is a great character. I, yeah. li- I like the characters more than I like the movies. I agree. Okay. Right, let's go. Uh, I'm going to save this next one because I noticed that it's bigger than the last two that I have here. But um, uh, the Green Book – that Mahershala Ali Viggo Mortensen thing won the People's Choice at TIFF. I heard that. Yeah, and like I know we were kind of like I I like the trailer a lot, but we didn't think it would be that special. I I thought it was the movie that was trying hard to be the Oscar movie and it wouldn't be good this year. But hey, I'm I'm excited. I'll go see it. I love Mahershala. Of course we'll go. All I care about is getting my opinion validated. So (laughs) thank you TIFF People's Choice Awards, and now I'm even more excited for it. Uh, One of the reviewers that I really like and I follow said it wasn't. He didn't like it, and that was the first thing I read about. So I was like, oh, I was right, of course. And then the next thing I read about the movie is that wins at TIFF. What what guy? David Ehrlich. Oh, that's who I follow too. I fought him first. (laughs) Next up, if you want to sponsor us, David, go ahead. (laughs) Next up, Aubrey Plaza. Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta. He's TV also show. in Wind- Widows. Okay. Um, he's like the guy that's that getting good buzz. Viola Davis. Good buzz. Uh, joined the Child's Play reboot. Child's Play reboot. Couldn't care less. I've directed never... by the guy that directed Polaroid. If you ever heard of that movie. No. Also, a little interesting tidbit: a guy named Tom Holland directed the first Child's Play movie. Really? Yeah. Go ahead. It's his dad. I've. <laughs> I've never seen a Chucky movie. And I've seen I, Child's Play. I've seen Child's Play 1, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. Is that when he has a kid? Yeah. Well, Bride of Chucky gets married, and then Seed, Seed of, Chucky of Chucky has a kid. <laughs> Seed of uh, Chucky. That's such a weird name for it. I, uh, they're not for me. They're it's not the, horror movies that I like. It's but, the same so. way I feel about the Saw movies. Haven't seen a single one, and when a new movie comes out, it's not going to give me incentive to watch the Saw others. Saw 1 is pretty good. I bet it is. I no. bet the original Chucky is fine too. Yeah, who directed Saw One? Uh, Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> I'm gonna say, what's his name? That's him. What James, James Earl Wan? Jones. Mm-hmm. James Wan directed the first Saw movie. I'm pretty sure. James now Earl I'm Jones. sweating because I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up. But uh, this this is bringing back like someone notices noticed this too. Like on of course Reddit and the forums and stuff like that. Like Halloween's getting good buzz. Could we be seeing like the return of like a slasher? Oh, because we haven't seen like slasher movies, and the closest thing would probably be It Follows, would be like right. the best slasher mo- recently, and it's not even really a slasher. Well, I think the the positives about them re- remaking them or making a new sequel or something right now is that the people who are making the movies grew up loving them. You know, Danny McBride wrote Halloween, and instead of like all the people who wrote Halloween two, three, four, five, six, you know, 
it wasn't John Carpenter. It was people who were just hired, like, write us another movie so we can make money on this property. Now, Danny McBride had a great idea for a Halloween movie. He's loved it his whole life, you know. So he, like, he knows the characters. He knows how to write a good Halloween movie. So maybe Child's Play is something similar where it's someone who loved the first movie and knows how to make it good again. His movie uh, doesn't even have a lot of ratings on the Polaroid movie. And James Wan did direct Saw. I think it's his first movie. He directed a short film as well, Saw, and then it got made into a feature. Very interesting. So, um, hold on. Let me look up this Polaroid movie because now I'm interested. Uh, but I just wanted to say a point. So, Tyler, I agree with everything you just said. I think it, you need to love what you do to have a good output. Mm-hmm. But then what about Ryan Johnson, man? How come people hate him and he loved because Star Wars? They because he changed the core. If he would have made a really basic Star Wars movie and all the questions that were raised in The Force Awakens were answered and there was a cool lightsaber fight at the end, everybody would have been like, <laughs> Star Wars, baby! <laughs> but it wasn't. He, cha- he changed some stuff. I didn't love it. And the fact that he changed those things isn't why I hated the movie. I just thought it was kind of boring. There were some parts I don't think were good. And that's why I didn't like it. But whatever. The reason I didn't like it is because I don't think they changed enough, which is weird, I guess. That's, uh, watching I, I agree with you. People later, are like, this is so different. It's like, not really. It's, it's, good not, it's not that and That's different. why I'm kind yeah. of pissed off. And I'm in the right in the middle. Like, I liked it. It was fine. But, like, I don't see Let's get off The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll have a Star Wars special before episode nine. Um, uh, Polaroid, I guess, hasn't even come out yet to, like, the public. So maybe it's good. Well, like I said, maybe he really loves child play. Or the other hand of that, Halloween's coming out. It's getting good buzz. They're like, we need to make more of these right now. But I I feel like it was already in, like, because. Production before. Yeah, like, pre-production. Because I think he was attached to it for a long time. Hey, dolls are creepy. Killer dolls are creepier. You never know. See, slasher movies don't scare and they me. Also, but I'll go see them. They also released the first look. They also released the first look though at Chucky. Like this, really? is, this has been like actually being I made. I saw it. Yeah. Well, Polaroid could be finished. Got, it just like yeah. hasn't. So and yeah. you know, you know what Chucky looks like? No, he looks like Chucky. Okay, on next, <laughs> like that <laughs> looks really like different. Um, Kevin Feige will oversee uh, X Men, Fantastic Four, and Deadpool. They better keep Deadpool rated R or else I'm off. That, di- that didn't even need to be news. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that's just like, oh, they well, bought Fox. It makes sense. Now, here's the thing, though, is that he said he was done after Avengers 4. Really? Yes. So maybe he's done with the, M- like the MCU proper, and now he's going to move over and try to build up the X-Men stuff now. I hope that the X-Men stuff is separate from the MCU. Because if they introduce X-Men they now— they would pass up an opportunity? No, they to... wouldn't. They're not going to do that. But that's like— I don't. I miss when superhero movies were their own thing. You know, it's its own universe. Joker. Now everything, you know, it's going to tie in somehow to the new bat. Somehow they're going to tie that in. That Jared want, Leto's retconned already. I want. I want it to just happen where DC heard my prayers and are just hiring talented cast and, and they let them make a movie and just make a movie with their character because they already failed at the universe thing. Let's just take a step back and make good movies. I agree. That will get good buzz. You can do some smaller budget stuff that will make back its money because it's a big name attached to it. Well, Batman, uh, Superman, Joker. Joker's well, going to make a lot of money. The problem with if they when they make the first X-Men movie that's that's part of Disney now, you know they're going to put characters in it. Like it's not just going to be the X-Men on their own, right? Cuz the whole thing is people want to see the X-Men with this universe already. So there's going to be other characters in it right away, I would imagine. I don't know. I just I miss the separateness that they used to have. I ready, hope they start with Fantastic Four. Ready for this? Ready for this one? I don't guys? want I don't care about the Fantastic Four ever again. If I never see another Fantastic Four movie, I'll die happy. Ready for this one, guys? Good one. <laughs> ready for this one? I'm ready. I'm over superhero, superhero movies. movies. All right. Don't even talk about them then. If they're go, if they're still happening twenty years from now, you have my word that I will die. <laughs> They're well, still making gonna, westerns. Yeah, there's westerns still make, exist. You're gonna die. Then. I'm talking at Goodbye, the same pace, not at the same pace. Well, yeah, of course they wouldn't, because then everything would just be beamed straight to your brain, so it would be faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want. Get, f- I want hey, do you watch any fiber. Spider-Man movie? That was yeah, good. nice, <laughs> <laughs> was nice one. Uh, speaking of superhero movies, Captain Marvel trailer. Oh yeah, let's talk about these trailers quick. Uh, Captain Marvel. I thought, yeah, sure. Big thing that I just want to get this out. I don't really have much to say except it looks like another origin movie. Um, but you know, Marvel usually produces at least a watchable movie. Yeah. Um, the score really stood out to me in this one, and hopefully, it plays like it has like the Air Force like the hangar uh, alarm going off throughout the whole thing. And then I'm just excited to see Jude Law. I, we got um, Clark Gregg back as um, Coulson. Samuel right. L. Jackson's looking like Pulp Fiction. Go ahead, Nick. Hand raised. I like Brie Larson. I'll go see it. 
Did it? Did her voice seem different to you? No. I think she, I think she's maybe she was trying no. to be more serious, yeah, like more a little serious. more gritty. But like it seemed like higher pitched to me. Oh, why did my uh, favorite part of the trailer is when she punches the old woman? Woman, the skull. Uh, yeah. I so the trailer. I think it looks. I think it looks fine. My yeah. excitement level went up slightly from where it was before. There you go. It Good marketing that, then. It has yeah. that cool transition where it says. Uh, it goes from her to he a hero. I was like, okay. It's it's the same thing with the Joker stuff from earlier, where like some people who hate or don't like, you know, the, whatever the most recent Marvel movie is, they're like, this sucks, and they're freaking out about people it. And then that love it are yeah. saying this is going to change this is everything. Be it's like, Woman. This is no, be why can't at this point we realize that the Marvel movies, it's their it's their own brand. They're all pretty similar. Mm-hmm. You know, this one's going to be in the same vein. None of them are bad. I've never seen one and hated it. I like pretty much like, all. Yeah, of them. like I said, it's like at least watchable like two and a half yeah. stars plus i like all of my things some of them are kind of clunky and just okay and some of my love and this one made me think this one's gonna be okay maybe i'll love it who knows yep yep uh good talent involved like always with yeah. marvel movies so uh directors of half nelson really like that movie and it's always like i said it's who always is bizarre it? who's directing it do it's, you know it's a duo i forgot what their names are but um it's always interesting to me, like how they just pick these people off of like super small indie movies and put them on a. It's so they can bully them. Yeah, it's like let's make. Uh, oh, these guys made a movie about a um, a crack addicted teacher. They'll be perfect for Captain Marvel, the space epic. Our next trailer. Apostle. Amazing. Can't wait. Cult movies, best movies. Dan Stevens, huge fan. If you haven't seen The Guest, watch The Guest. I loved it. When I saw that movie, I was like, this man's going to be a star. Then he was in Beauty and the Beast, and he just looked like an ape the whole time. So it's like, <laughs> he was I don't know if that, that. counts. He was great in it. But if I go, do you guys know who Dan Stevens is? They're like, nah. And I'm like, it's that thing. Legion. <laughs> you mean The Beast? <laughs> it's like, Legion. I, I love cult movies. I think People blow up better in movies yeah. than TV. I think that cult movies uh, are the best horror and suspense movies because it's real because there's people actually out there practicing this stuff and i just love when stuff hits the when shit hits the fan i thought it looked violent the cinematography was awesome performances look great it looks scary i'm in uh yeah i'm interested uh action horror movie that should be very interesting to me and i uh based on his previous track record gareth evans uh the raid yeah Gareth Evans uh, directed. You walked all the way over there when you could have just asked him who directed it. He wanted to drop it. See, okay. The Raid franchise. I love um, the Raid. No, I. What one did I see? Raid Redemption, which is the first one. Yeah, I loved it. Great action. Why? Why did you have to? <laughs> I haven't seen either of them, but I really want to watch both of them. I've either. seen the bathroom fight scene from I think the first movie, which is isn't that the action yeah. scene that everybody raves about? Is it just one on one? I heard the second one is better. Maybe I saw a, it's in a bathroom. A guy's in a stall, and then fifty people attack him. He fights them all. That's how I remember. I that was not the first. It one. might be in the second one. I heard the second one's better than the first one. Which is I, we should rare. watch them both before we see a possible. Oh, absolutely. Uh, next up, another first man trailer. <laughs> I doubt you've seen it. Me and Nick saw it. All it is is it has a voiceover from JFK. JFK talking about the uh, space expedition. Then you get a little hint of Ryan Gosling saying the famous, you know. One uh, like I said, last time a new trailer came out, I've seen enough footage. I'm excited for the movie. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite directors, amazing cast. I don't want to see. I think footage. it looks amazing, and I think that this trailer, I don't think they intended for it to, but I think it was just a little bit of a rebound because they definitely try and capitalize on the American achievement. They have the pres- the former president talking in the background. They have the last frame is a picture of the flag on the moon. Mm-hmm. And yet, I mean, we still well, live the in thumb- a- The thumbnail is like <clears throat> the capsule with the flag right next to it. And, and it I mean- Oh, we- gee, I wonder why they chose to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes sense. Uh, but, you know, there's still people that- uh, Did you see him outraged. put it in the moon? Yes, it took 15 minutes to be alive, <laughs> but please put it in the movie. But if it would take way too long and it would be historically inaccurate, like you're complaining about it being historically inaccurate for them not showing it to do it in 15 seconds, I don't care. They better show up. <laughs> th- yeah, um, I, I'm sure this movie will be. We no one has even the people complaining have not even seen like the climax well, that's of the, the movie. That's the problem right now with just culture in general is like we boycott. People like I suck. feel like people are just boycotting stuff now to boycott them without like even getting involved with it. Like so. It's I just saw ignorant. I saw in the trailer uh, comments just people saying, I'm uh, not supporting this movie. I will not support a, a movie like this. People said that? Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not even going to yeah, say that. Yeah, I want to get <laughs> off this trailer. before I start getting mad. Mary Poppins Returns? 
looks great. Let, awesome. Let's just print out a billion dollars right yeah, now and give honestly, it to Disney. Christmas, PG, musical. <laughs> Mary billion. Poppins going back dating 50 years ago. Emily Blunt. Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'll support anything that man does for the rest of his life. He's a genius. It's gonna be it's gonna be really good. And then Emily Blunt starts singing, and then you, something happens. You're like, "This is interesting." And then it, oh, it was your heart melting because <laughs> this is gonna be a very <laughs> wholesome movie. And good. it looks like it's it's look it looks like it's taking like a similar approach like Christopher Robin did, except they're actually gonna do it well. Where it's they're not gonna Robin focus on bad. like the, no no no, but they're it, not they're gonna focus on the regaining like yeah. your childlike wonder instead of let's get the papers. That the movie yeah. turns into. Christopher Robin <laughs> didn't have the emotional heart that I wanted it to. And it looks like Mary Poppins I almost is cr- going to have I almost that. cried five times and Pooh Bear was talking. That's because I know. you're – Well, yeah, the, his voice yeah. is great, but they don't – Like, his relationship with Ewan McGregor in the movie is not as – It doesn't have that resonance that you wanted it to. No, I'm going to come out and say something that – um, You know, I'm just going to come out and admit it. Uh I've watched the original Mary Poppins a couple times when I was younger. Absolutely loved it because, you know, it's Disney. It's magical. I've never seen but, it. But it was, I'm, I will need to watch it But before. it was never like a staple. It was never like a staple of my childhood and everything. But for some reason, watching this trailer, and it's not even that great of a trailer, to be honest. It's but like hard, watching yeah. it, it's very wholesome. I was like, you know, you get like that. You get like those little choked up feeling where you're like, oh, can, my childhood is here. Can I be straight up with you Go guys? Go for it. Haven't seen Mary Poppins. I kind of, kind of know what it's about. But when the first trailer happened, and it's just that slow kind of build, and then you just see this figure coming out from the clouds, I literally got goosebumps, and I don't <laughs> even know what the fucking movie is. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, right. I think they, they did a great job of casting like very likable people on screen. Um, even the guy from oh, – what's his name in James Bond movies? But like the tech, oh, the tech guy. Q, or Q. Yeah, great actor. They got that guy. I forgot what his name is, but um, i seen him in some other British He's the stuff, younger. He's got the glasses, yeah. curly hair. Yeah. yeah, I don't know his name. He's in there too. I you can know? picture him. <laughs> They're doing uh, – also, uh, he says one line, but Lin-Manuel's accent seems b- uh, better than uh, Dick Van Dyke's, which uh, was panned in the original one. And also, he's in this movie too. Really? Um, yeah, they got is him Is Julie back. Andrews in it? No, she, she, said, she said that she doesn't want to take away the thunder from Emily Blunt. That's what she hey, said. Hey, that's fair. She said – Oh, what a perfect! Because she's like the best human alive. She's like, oh, what a perfect decision for Emily Blunt to do it. And then like someone asked him, like, are you gonna be in the movie? And she's like, once I found out, like, I was like, nah, I don't want to take away any thunder. This is her movie. That's cool. Yeah, good for them. And good for plus, her. like, why would she need to? She's good. She's you know what? The, <laughs> the more I think about it, good for Disney. I don't another have a billion. <laughs> I don't need more. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Good for Disney. Just another billion dollar movie. <laughs> <laughs> Disney many, is literally just printing cash. Yeah. Black Panther. Incredibles 2, Avengers, Avengers, and Mary, Mary Poppins will not break a billion. I, yes, I'll, it will. I'll say 600 million. Han Solo still made all, a lot of money. People will talk about it. Didn't make, it still made I'm going to buy but that I'm on just 4K. Saying, like, those three movies like broke a billion dollars. Yeah. That's insane. Year ain't over yet. Disney. <laughs> I, I got to buy a Solo on 4K. I think it looks amazing. Well, yeah. you. Okay. Brad, what is it, Brad for Young? Uh, I don't have it down, but let's just touch on it a little bit. Wreck-It Ralph 2 trailer. Did you watch it? No. Didn't I? I did. Oh, uh, yeah. You get a little bit more of the plot, how she has to order order a piece off the internet to fix her game because it broke. And, like, arcade cabinets, once they break, you kind of just, you know, toss them. I, uh, I've seen, I think, every scene of Wreck-It Ralph 1, but I've never watched the movie all the way through from start to finish. My little sister was addicted to it a couple years ago, and she watched it all the time. And because I saw so many scenes all the time, it made me never want to like sit down and watch the movie. If that makes sense. But from you what should, I saw, you should before we watch. I will because it, it's I been like a it. it's been a while now since then. But this, I like it. This, this I've recent, heard it was great. This recent turn, like these recent movies from Disney, are actually like Dream. Fe- that's DreamWorks, isn't it? No, no, no. It's, it's Disney. Record Ralph's just yeah. Disney. And I feel like they they're doing a good job of capturing the same magic that you feel when you watch uh, like Lion King or even like Jungle Book as a kid. Where but now it's 3D animation, of course, and like you get like. Even if a lot of these are just, you know, you just sit down, you watch them, you have a good time. But like Moana, Zootopia, Big Hero 6, I had fun. Wreck-It Ralph, that, I had fun with that. All good. Yeah. Not one like of them was bad. Tangled. You have Tangled's these. This underrated. is like the new phase of Disney. And uh, I have faith. I, Wreck-It Ralph 2, I'm sure I'll have a great time. I, I mean, I guess it's called Ralph Breaks the Internet, which I hate the title more than anything on my in my life. But what are you going to do? Uh, I'm excited. More video game kind of references yeah. and stuff. Should be fun. Uh, Sisters Brothers trailer, real quick. Nick wanted me to put this on there. Um, looks fun. I'm I think excited lo- to see I it. I think it looks really good. I I've, really do. 
Really? Yeah, I'm really. It's coming out soon, it. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Next week. Yeah, I'm. I'm down to see it. I'm excited for it too. I love modern westerns like Three Ten Three Ten to Yuma with Crow and Bale and Logan Lerman and Ben Foster. It's a great movie. True Grit. I haven't seen it. Oh my god, it's great. The, the West High Water. Oh. That's like modern modern western. Oh. <laughs> no Country for Old Men. Modern modern, modern western. western. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, yeah, I like the genre. Stack cast. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, John C. Riley, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, Rizamid. Slept on. Unfortunately, he has a stinker coming up, but <laughs> hopefully it's good. They released the first clip of Venom. Still seems very edited. <laughs> it's not an actual clip from the movie, so I was like, whatever. But I don't even, just don't even talk, yeah. bring it up. Right I'm now. interested. Uh, I especially love John C. Riley. Um, yeah. He's It'll be very slept o- on. Opening night for us for sure. To he, see that he's got a lot of good projects coming out. Mm hmm. Finally, a uh, girl in the spider's web. I liked this trailer more than the first trailer because they don't show the the thing that I hate about the first trailer so much is that opening sequence where you see her capture the guy and he's like up and then she's like put all the money in this account and then she's and it's he's like, talking it's to that clip from the movie but that's clearly edited and I hate when I don't and just the whole sequence is just whatever. So I didn't like that first trailer very much, but this one. I think they give away a little too much plot, but it looks good. It yeah. looks exciting. Looks like it makes me want to watch uh, the first one, which I still have never seen. I know everybody loves it. I love David Fincher. I love the whole cast. I watched it before, but I, de- I definitely it, it's gonna make me go and watch that one. And I think this one. Looks I want to like watch it could be the good. foreign one. I've heard those are great too, honestly. Yeah. And they've completed the trilogy. They made all three of them. We should watch. We'll just watch everything. We'll watch every movie ever made before we die. No, and then uh, <laughs> I, have fa- I have faith. In the, I have faith in the director. And then this Who trip, is it? Uh, Fede Alvarez. It is yeah. him? Oh, I'm in. And then I Claire forgot. Foy, fantastic. And then now this trailer showed Lakeith Stenfield, however you say his last name, which is What's that he guy. Is, he's in Atlanta, but he was also in Unfortunately Death Note, but he was also in Sorry to Bother You. He was the lead in Sorry to Bother You. Oh, yeah, that was him. I yep. knew. And he's Get Out. He's from yep, Get Out. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic I, actor. I'm glad to see him. I was like, I thought I recognized him, but he was only in like two shots in the trailer <laughs> exactly. or something. And the first one I was like, is that that guy? Yeah. And then I never saw him yeah. again, so I forgot. And it's weird because, like, yeah, I feel like you would show him yeah. more. No, he's now good. Because he's I, been blowing up. But, I agree. I like him, um, too. Yeah, the more I see from it, like, the poster I think that they released is pretty cool. Yeah. The more I see of it, the more I'm interested. So we'll see. It's just very weird to me. Like, it's the same franchise, but new cast, new director, and not connected to the... Yeah, we're going to call it a new franchise. Okay. Whether That's what I would do. I don't know. Claire Foy is fantastic. I'll see her in anything first man included. <laughs> um, now, I guess, let's talk about the movies we saw over the past week. Nick, you s- probably saw the least amount. So uh, No diss. I, did, I don't want what it to the? sound like Hold this. Hold on. I got to say but something. I mean, go first. I got to say something. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Wait, does Nick see the least amount every week in, week out? No, nah, it's going to change this week. I can sense it. Sensate yeah. it. Now, I have a fr- now I'm out for blood, bitch. Second off, I saw two movies. <laughs> I saw Predator, which we'll oh, talk about. We'll save that. Yeah. And uh, I saw a clock with its house in its wall. I'm just kidding. No, what is it? Uh, the, the, the house, the, the with, house the with the clock in its, its walls. walls. Let's yeah. talk about it because I saw that as well, Nick. I thought it was it was all right. I did. I like like I was telling Tyler earlier. Like if me and Tyler were hanging out and his sister wanted to watch a movie with us and. Uh, she was like, "Let's watch the cl- uh, the house with the clock in its walls." I'd say, "Yeah, let's watch it." I like a Jack very Black. Specific set of circumstances, because, but well, I mean, I- along those lines, like yeah, a yeah. little kid was like, "Hey, you want to watch this?" I'd be like, "Sure." So but, you want to see demons and stuff in a movie and blood magic? Let's watch it. Well, so I'll be cool. I'll be straight up with you. I love Jack Black. Love him. Uh, love Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett was amazing in this. I think, like, actually. Good performance. Well, yeah, of course it's going to be a good performance. I wouldn't go out and say amazing. Um, and the little kid in it, the little. <laughs> why are you guys laughing? Because <laughs> you're an idiot. All right, dude. the little Keep kid, going. the little kid in the movie, sucked. Gave one of the worst performances <laughs> I've ever seen put on screen. I wouldn't be what, that harsh. I just say it was what you expect. One of the worst child, of the year. One of the worst of the year. What you expect a child actor to be. This was it when you he doesn't know how to act that well. You know, you, you can tell he has maybe something there, mm-hmm. but um, Sonny Salfiak or whatever plays like this bully kid. He, um, I believable performance. Uh, a little weird when he starts yelling. It sounds like Atreus from God of War. But I'm interested to see him actually get a lead role in mid '90s, and we get to watch that. But um, yeah, the kid very took me out of the movie a couple times, especially when he cries. He overacts the cry. 
Yep. And you know what? At the same time, I'm really happy that a demon made it into a PG movie. I'm happy that uh, pentagrams are all over goat heads. Yeah. Well, no, honestly, it is, was fine. I I think we made a mistake by going to see it at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, I, I went was in snoozing a little bit. Did you guys see an IMAX? No, no, because no. it was it was weird. Do you see what's going on? It's with playing AMC? the they're playing Thriller with it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I wanted to see it in IMAX because I wanted to see Thriller in IMAX. Is that what MJ? Yeah, MJ's Thriller. Okay, which yeah. makes sense. It kind of fits the feel of it. It's like yeah, kind yeah. of like a Halloween spooky. Have you guys it's like seen a the family m- horror movie, yeah. which is really bizarre. It's like Goosebumps, but I feel like it because Goosebumps was actually well well received. The new yeah. one, um, where I feel like even like the Goosebumps show, it's like a family horror, kids horror, and it just doesn't. For me, it just didn't capture that same thing. Where well, it's very family formulaic. horror is hard to do exactly. And there was I can I can definitely see some scenes that will like you know frighten some kids and stuff like that. But, oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah. But um, does it set up for a sequel? Or is no. it? A I mean, and, I mean, if they wanted to, they could, they but could. it doesn't set it up. The the thing I know you guys are criticizing the kids' performance, and that's fair. I haven't seen it yet. I want to, so I'll ask you guys a couple questions. But um, I thought it was a good idea that they're doing a young. It's based on a book, right? So they're doing some sort of young adult or kids fantasy series, mm-hmm. right? And they actually casted the young kid or the kid being young. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of these young adult movies have been making in the past 10 years since Harry Potter is they always start them out too old. And that's a big problem. I like when they start the kids and they grow up. They do say that he's 10 and he does not look 10. Does he look older? Yeah, he looks like about 11, 12. I'd say he's maybe pushing like 12, like he's a 12-year-old. But the thing is you switch his – performance with what's his name sunny selfie yeah and i feel like then you have a good franchise going forward well maybe you know if they if they do make a second one he's gonna be better he's young it's yeah, probably yeah, his exactly. first yeah yeah, yeah, ever, yeah. You know? i'm not I mean, saying that he's like dead in the water i'm just saying in this movie like it took away it took away from the movie there was there was some times when i was watching it his performance made me feel like i was watching an abc family uh movie okay. like i was just watching a made for tv movie right. but uh, the Kate Blanchett, though, I'm, I have to say again, Great. really good. Like, really good. I'm happy that she didn't just phone in a movie like this. Jack Black, uh, Max Burke, who has been a guest on our podcast, thought he phoned it in. But I was like, no, that's how Jack Black acts. I think it was good. I just like Jack Black and probably more so in life than in movies. But um, Yeah, I could see him as he gets older turning into like a Jeff Bloom or Jeff Goldblum figure uh, for culture. He, Jack Black is older. No way. No, Jeff Goldblum's got to be in the 60s. Jeff, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum's Gold- older, but I mean, Jack Black is, is old. Pushing yeah, but once that. he gets it's not up like to he's, it's not like he's a Once he guy. gets up to 80s, dude, it's all over for culture. Okay. Let's talk about The Predator. Yeah, let's just get this done. Uh, Cuz I don't really want to say most except uh, uh it sucked balls. I'm done. I didn't I didn't get anything from this movie of enjoyment. I like the I I lied. I thought Travante Rhodes was good. And that's all I, the only positive I can say about it. Everything else the I thought Boyd Holbrook was all right. Like he wasn't one Is of that the things lead? that. Yeah, yeah. I, like sure. I didn't think he was the 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 bad part of the movie. I, I want, but before we send it to Nick, because Nick has a thing that I think sums up perfectly what this what happened during this movie. But I will say that there's so many weird decisions in this movie. Um, the ending bad is super whack. And the biggest thing that I can say is, in a movie like The Predator, where the the first predator that you see is practical, and there you get practical makeup and stuff like that. And it looks Why good still. Why is everything when it comes to the gore and blood CGI and not like okay, it's just CGI. It's obvious CGI where it's either way too much when you're like okay, or just like oh, I don't know, man. And people get hit and they explode everywhere. Very bizarre plot, like not not <clears throat> plot like where the plot kind of makes sense, but like the way it unfolds is very bizarre. Characters just die in an instant where I wasn't even sure what happened. Main like main characters die in an instant where like because then you feel like once it hits that last fifteen minutes they're like we got to kill him off, kill him off, kill him off, kill him off. And then I'm just like what the heck. And then also rules are just thrown out where it's like the predator. If you have a weapon, that's the thing. If you have a weapon, you're a threat and the predator will kill you. No, he's gonna pick you up and throw you across the freaking jungle instead of killing the main character. Nick, go ahead. I have three things I want to say. Number Nick one. was Nick hated this more than all of us. Number one, I didn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and to add into that, I felt insulted watching the movie. <laughs> Number two, I feel like Shane Black went to every scene with all the characters and he's like, What'd you guys what you guys think's gonna be funny here? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought he's like it was poorly I think it's one of the worst directed films of the year. I do. Uh, number three, uh, considering I am kind of going not into the movie industry per se, but making good content, uh, photography, videography wise, this is 
my worst nightmare. If I made something like this, I would be ashamed. That's all three other things I had to say. Okay. Um, I'll defend it a little bit. I didn't like it. A negative review, 100%. I don't think it's good. I wouldn't recommend anybody on the planet to watch, it, to watch this. However, I thought the opening two sequences were good. Sure. I liked them. And I was at, after the first two, and those are the only two scenes I've seen at this point, I was, I was in. I was like, oh, this is cool. Sure. I don't get why it's getting hated on. And then immediately after that, the, everything just falls off a cliff, and it's awful. The jokes are horrible. Nothing was funny. They're like in – what Nick said, they're insulting to my intelligence and in poor, they're in poor taste. Like there were so many what the main the main kid in the movie, Jacob Tremblay, has Asperger's, right? And they make fun of I'm not even gonna say they just they, it's horrible. Well, it's well what happens, I just wanna say two more things. Okay. Because I didn't hate every single second of it. Like I gave it a one out of five, I believe. I thought I agree with Nate Trevante Rhodes was pretty good. He was pretty good. And I really good for it. I like, I like Sterling K Brown's character up until like the last 10 minutes. And then it just gets really weird. They don't know what to do with his character. So they just, I don't want to, I thought his character was awful the whole time. He was mean and he swore constantly for no reason. And he was just, so you just thought it was poor writing. Yeah. I thought they were like, okay, so we have the predator, right? But we need a human villain too. Why? Why would why would you have the predator which murders humans? That's the villain of the movie. That's like a bad guy. <laughs> well, and then there's there's this weird thing where I'd like to say some of the characters do. There is like a throwaway line where they make fun of uh, the main character's kid who does have like Asperger's autism stuff like that. But then they that plays into the plot. Like they, I feel like they treat it like Shane Black maybe puts a little bit too much importance on the aspect of that. But then. They slap you in the face and just make straight up blatantly make fun of people with Tourette's. Oh, <laughs> brutally! Br- some like they, the it, worst scene in the some movie. Some of the only co- like comic relief in the movie where they always fall back to it when they need to. And it's it's on, I, I was like say. watching it and I was like, this is so bad. This, like, why are you making fun of Tourette's while trying to like say that some when something is quote unquote wrong with you maybe it makes you a better person when and then you the next scene they make fun of a guy with Tourette's can we, can I, we, I can we stop talking about the movie please? I, well I wanted to add in because you guys didn't let me finish I thought the opening scene was really well put together too yeah <laughs> yeah there you go it, it was and and I thought the editing in those sequences were good right and then I think they they took a machete and they 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 must have shot it on film and they closed their eyes and started whacking the freaking film and they were like glue it together <laughs> like that's it I don't know all right, right, let's go. What movies did you watch, Tyler? Um, I watched A Ghost Story for the first time. Casey Affleck, Rooney Mara. You want to talk about that a little bit with us, or you just want to give your thoughts? Let me give my thoughts first, then you guys can chime in. so Casey Affleck, Rooney Mara, directed by David Lowry, who I like. I loved his uh, live-action Peach Dragon, probably my favorite live-action Disney movie in the modern ones. I know some people don't like it that much. I cried. I thought it was excellent. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's a really good director. He's got an eye for – cinematography the cinematography in uh ghost story was incredible and i love i going into the movie when i heard about it and it was like oh it's got this aspect ratio the corners are rounded and all this i was like that's stupid they're just doing that to do it i think it fits the movie really really well because it puts you in the shoes of the main character and it's really it's got this voyeur voyeuristic i don't know the word feeling to it to where because the whole thing is he's watching everything forever and all time, and nobody has any clue that he's there. And that's what that aspect ratio and that uh, format feels like. It feels like you're watching. Of course you're watching his movie, but it feels like you're him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought the plot was really, really well done. It was unique. There's no other movie that has that sort of um, st- story when you're dealing with ghosts in the afterlife and stuff. And I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the message was really good. Um, and, and it's, it's ending, uh, I don't know. I thought it was a great movie. I, I agree with you and touching on the cinematography too, a little bit. I think if you wanted to study composition and framing, this would be a good movie to start with, especially since it's a modern release. Um, I'd also say that for me personally, I, that's what I love about movies. You can interpret it different ways, even like the small stuff, like the aspect ratio. I felt like the framing was used perfectly because it reminded me of like a home video, like of like in the 1980s, uh, like Super 8 film, like a nostalgic feel. And I feel like the movie definitely conquers feeling, uh, relying on the past and obviously time in general. 
Um, I really did love the movie. Mm-hmm. I it's I would watch it again. I know Tyler mentioned when we were talking about it that he's not sure if he'd watch it again, but he did love it. Well, the, the reason so I give it four and a half stars, and the reason I didn't give it five because a five star movie to me is uh, I have to love it, and it it has to make me want to go back and watch Revisit it again. It. Yeah. And a ghost story is a great movie, but when it was over, I didn't say to myself, "I can't wait to see this mm-hmm. again." You know, so, yeah. and I think it lacks in entertainment value. What it ha- what it has with quality and and um, you know, perf- just everything about it is great, except for the fact that I don't think it's that entertaining. And so, uh, yeah, that's, I, that's my only problem with it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you in a way where I would only revisit this movie by myself when I'm in a certain headspace. Yeah. But uh, I would definitely watch it with some, Yeah, with like, other people. Yeah, I'd say, right. oh, let's For watch sure. this. You want to watch a movie about time, which I think this is a great movie about time. And Absolutely. I'd say, let's watch a ghost story. It has one of the best monologues in a movie that I've ever seen, and I absolutely loved it. There's a lot of just like 10-minute long takes that are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm kind of like in the similar vein, uh, in like the similar, um, what is it, thought process as Nick when it comes to the uh, aspect ratio where – like home home video like pictures like it's like framed oh, like picture a picture frame. like mm-hmm. how That's you would good. always hold like and then there's just not like a lot of interactions in the movie that not like you're just observing like he's observing them and it's just i don't know i liked it a lot i definitely like especially like once it hits like that party and yep. then like from then on out i was like 100 percent in before i was kind of like just like you know trepidatious a little bit where i was just like okay where is this going and then like it just starts and then everything starts making you're like holy crap and then the ending once again i'm a big fan of ending is excellent it's perfect the final like 30 seconds perfect perfect i also good meme template i'd say as well (laughs) but uh, (laughs) one of the best 30 minutes to an ending for a movie it's i loved it it's it's great it is all right last i want to ask you guys a yes or no question do you think Casey Affleck showed up every day and was underneath the sheet, or did they use a stand-in? No. Yes or no? They saved cost. They probably use a stand-in. I will say I will only say yes because he said he did. And oh, I mean, if oh, did he? Did. See, yeah, I didn't if know you were that. lying about it, I mean, for I, me, for me, if I'm making that movie though, I have him there for a couple days, and then you save money and you just have someone stand in. I feel like with that movie though, you just sign the actor for a flat. And, I mean, it, it wouldn't take it that movie, long. And they're really not doing it for the money for that one. They're doing it because they believe in the movie. Whatever, guys. You know nothing about business. <laughs> I don't know. He said that he did. So I'm he just is... going to take his word okay. for it. I oh, know, yeah. See, I, I didn't know, know that. that. But, but Casey Affleck, you know, maybe he's I a kept... sketchy dude because he kind of is. But that's okay. I thought the uh, the sheet looked really good. And they make the eye holes black. Obviously, you can't see his face. And the whole time I was like, I wonder if that's Casey. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know that <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that they have that freaking Oscar winner. Um, Rooney Mara, fantastic in the movie, by yeah. the way. Yeah, that was the other thing is I was most compelled when it was him watching her and watching her yeah. go through dealing with him. So once she leaves because another family moves into the house, I thought that section was the worst section. The end, the party, and then everything after that is great, but there's that little bit in the middle where I was like, it's starting mm-hmm. to lose me a little bit. But overall, really great movie. But then, yeah, but I feel like it did lose me a little bit in the middle too, but then it all plays together. Because yeah. like at first, you're not really sure what the main theme of the movie is. But then once and you then see you, it all, it all makes like, sense. Okay, but yeah, exists. in that moment, I don't like, want to spoil anything, but like, yeah. I agree. Um, I also watched Back to the Future. Time. Real quick. Another great movie about time, although we don't need to get into the logistics yeah, yeah, of time travel. Yeah. It is a perfect script. Every single line of dialogue in the first 30 minutes holds relevance to something in the movie, and um, it's it's incredible. It's hilarious. It's infinitely quotable. It never gets old. I highly recommend anybody who has never seen it to watch it. I think it's one of the best 80s movies. It has one of the best uses of a, of a pop song. I think it's really frustrating that movies nowadays try to incorporate these pop songs in their movies, and they don't do it. They don't do it right. They don't do it like the '80s used to. Like whenever you hear a song in an '80s movie, whether it's The Breakfast Club, whether it's Back to the Future, whether it's Top Gun, it's awesome. Every time the song plays, you're into it. It's awesome. Like, and it, the the problem with movies today when they use these songs is they're not bad songs. It's just like this doesn't make any sense. But I don't know. But maybe it's because like that was those were the ones that kind of like brought that into the forefront using popular music inside of the movie itself and then now we're just kind of used to it and we're like we're waiting for it to happen where suicide squad has uh they just put shuffle on someone's uh itunes library and they picked it, they just picked out each day they'd be like your phone today yep, yep, shuffle, shuffle whatever the first song is going on the soundtrack <laughs> yep. but uh nice lag i need, nice I need to revisit it and i I want to watch it with you guys okay. together because Nick says he's never seen it. I think it's incredible. Let's watch I, all five of them. 
It was actually there's only three. three. It was the it was the first time I got because I've only seen it one other time and it was with commercials with other people. So you got to fast forward, you pause in the movie, blah blah. And that's not the same as when you get to sit down and watch it all the way through without you know being on TV. And it was amazing. So can't wait to watch it with you guys. Five out of five. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, Nate, take it away. Uh, yeah. So. We already talked about Predator. We already talked about House with a Clock in Its Walls. Uh, I rewatched Coco. God, that movie's so good, guys. I, I think it's incredible, too. I think it's easily one of the best Pixar movies lately. Yep, I really, to- I'd say it's top tier Pixar no matter what. The only like, scene yeah. I didn't like that made me really sad is when they put Mama Coco oh. on the ofrenda. Spoiler <laughs> alert, dude. Dude. <laughs> All right, don't look up what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, there's, like, there's a scene in the middle of the movie that – Cause like when I saw it the first time, I cried at the end. But like, there's a scene in the middle when I was rewatching it. Cause like, once you're once you anticipate it, usually you I know don't what cry. scene it yeah, is. Yeah. I know what scene it is. And I don't want to spoil it. Is that in the Boondocks? When the just stop. It's a it's a flashback scene. Oh, uh, yeah, no, and no, great the, scene. Music is involved, and like it brought memories of the fr- like the end of the movie. And then that's that's when I got choked up and I almost cried. And I was like, oh, God, please, no, not here. Because then that means that I'm definitely going to cry at the end again. And then I didn't. But it was like, God, that movie is so good. Um, it was my favorite movie of last year. Because uh, I'm just, I don't know, animation always gets mm-hmm. me no matter what. Uh, beautifully animated, the way that they it's actually gorgeous. play the chords on a guitar, too, when they just didn't want to lazily animate that is fantastic. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. I, the lighting, too. Like, best lighting in a 3D animated movie I've ever seen. Really? And, I mean, it's Pixar, so. <laughs> They better they better be pushing it forward, you know. I think what's great about Cook, or what's what's really hard is to actually rank the Pixar movies because there's so many that you can just bundle up the whole all the Toy Story, Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo. You can just put them in a big ball and they're all great. Incredibles one and two, they're all they're all great, right? And Coco perfectly fits it. The ones that I think miss outside of that, Coco's not one of them. Coco's amazing. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Yeah, Coco. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and man, it's just I noticed I noticed something. Um, recently about like these type of movies where we get like these sequels these pixar sequels and like people are like what are they doing but it's they're like testing out the b team in a way and i mean no insult to that at all but they're testing animators like lead animators that were on previous projects and they're like how about you direct a movie like and they even did that with the good dinosaur which kind of like flopped but, i did not like that one. but they try out like these different yeah. directors and then when you get someone like lee Unkri, i forgot how you say his last name but you get these people back that worked on but the thing is, is that they've been working on an original movie for seven years, so that's why it takes so long to get these things out. But you get these directors that worked on the original Pixar movies, and they come out with a new idea. You get those Inside Outs. You get, um, all but like Brad Bird comes back and does Incredibles two, 14 years later or whatever. You get these original talent back, and uh, they just they're just trying out new things. You know, they need to have a movie coming mm-hmm. out every year, pretty much. They try to Pixar. I think so. Um, not this year though, right? Incredibles two. I, I forgot. I, I yeah, normally yeah. they come out later in yeah. the year. I forgot but, that um, was a big summer blockbuster. But you you can definitely see, and, there, and then the turnaround on these movies is insane. So it definitely takes some time. And so not all of them are going to be hits. Coco was definitely a hit, and uh, harken back to like the old school Pixar movies. Uh, other than that, I saw um, a simple favor, the Paul Feig movie. Um, trailer was not interested with, from the trailer at all. Uh, kind of looked like who was it? Who was I talking to? Like a Fifty Shades of Gray, like very. I thought it looked even. Yeah, like very bland, like very phoned in mm-hmm. in general. Uh, then it got good reviews, and I was like, okay, I'm interested. Very bizarre movie. Don't know how to explain it to someone where it's not necessarily a dark comedy. It definitely has that. It's not like uh, Three Billboards or most Coen Brothers movies where it's very it's dark, a dark comedy. comedy though. It's, co- it's a comedy for sure, but it's also a thriller. So it's, it, I'd say it's a comedy thriller. That blurs the line of dark comedy. In one sentence, can you tell me what the plot? Just a very blanket plot. Some log lines. Um, Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively are friends. Okay. Blake Lively disappears, and so Anna Kendrick helps her husband find Blake Lively. Got it. Yep. Okay. Um, Did not know that from the trailer. Trailer was horrific. Yeah. Uh, guy, the lead. Ah, oh man, I forget his name. The romantic lead in Crazy Rich Asians is in it. Does a great job. This guy definitely has a future as like, I don't want him to get typed cast in like a romantic lead, but that's what he kind of was in this as well. I heard people want him to be Superman. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> want I don't want a Superman movie in the future, but like, I, there's worse choices out there. Anna Kendrick is very Anna Kendrick, very bubbly, very you know, oh, I'm gonna be an angel and all this stuff, but very Anna Kendrick. Blake Lively though, 
fantastic in this movie. I really? Was, I was actually impressed. I was watching this. I was like, Blake Lively's bringing it. This is, like, really good. And Better than Gossip Girl? Never watched Gossip Girl. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm uh, like, I'm interested to see Blake Lively in some more stuff like this because I okay. think she killed it. Um, cool. I'd like to see her take some more serious turn, too, because she definitely has a lot of the serious moments in this movie, and she nails it. And then she also has a lot of the comedy in it, too, where she's very she's a very brash person. She nails it. Weird thing in it, um, and I, I didn't notice this until like someone tweeted it. Ryan uh, Reynolds' gin company, heavily uh, featured in this movie. But other than that, I, I liked it. Product placement at I, its finest. I'd say out of um, Predator, Assassination Nation, House with a Clock in its Walls, and uh, A Simple Favor, I like this one the most mm-hmm. out of all of them. Uh, and then I also saw Assassination Nation. Okay. So this movie is a lot. Assassination Nation? Yes. It maybe <coughs> too much, you know? Like sometimes people just go a little bit too overboard with stuff. And I can see what they're going with, like the modern Salem witch trials and stuff like that. Um, does it it does it take too long to get to It never pays off. It never pays that, off. The way that you want it to when you see the trailer. Never pays off like that. But the the characters are interesting enough where you're kind of on board. Like, I was on board the whole movie pretty much. Mm-hmm. But once it gets to, like, the final, final, like, act, I was like, this is making zero sense. And it, the rules are just thrown out of the window. Um, but the t- there's two scenes. One, when, like, some stuff starts hitting the fan. And you're like, okay, that stuff finally stuff's about to go down. And then it happens. And then it slows down a little bit. But, like, the scene when people start getting hacked, that was fantastic. And then... There's another scene when um, the girls are kind of <coughs> brought into this, the main group. Amazing. Probably one of the best scenes of the year. And it's like, like So it has 15, some stuff worth watching. It's like a 10, 15-minute one take. And it's, really? It's awesome. Okay, so there, there's stuff worth watching, yeah, it's even w- it's seeing worth, in a theater. It's worth watching, but I'd say if you're um, – and they started off with like a trigger warning joke, like when it's like trigger warning. and the tr- But like like – on like. On, like, the serious term of trigger warning, there is some stuff in this movie where it's, like, they deal with very heavy issues and they aren't afraid to show it. Mm-hmm. And they don't go all the way there, but they definitely show, like, some very touchy subjects that people may get offended by or just not even want to watch. Because, like, there's some stuff that you just don't even want to watch, you know? Yeah. You're like, I don't want to see that on the screen. There's definitely, like, for me, uh, I can watch it because, I don't know, like, it, it definitely, I was like, oh, God, please don't go there. I don't want to watch this. Kind of like in Hereditary where it starts to show you stuff that you don't want to see. Mm. Um, but, yeah, if you're of the, like, I don't want to say weak or what's the term? Faint of heart. Mm-hmm. If faint of heart, uh, you definitely have s- some things that get to you that you don't like seeing on screen. This movie probably isn't for you. Um, Is it brutal? Yeah. Okay. But not even, like, it's brutal. It, it's is brutal, it but compared to the gore in, like, The Predator? Like, is it gory or more no, graphic? Than, okay. No. There they, there's a lot more disturbing imagery i'd say okay then just straight up gore there is gore <clears throat> but not even like not even like gore it's a, a lot of blood i'll just <laughs> say there's a lot of blood not necessarily gore but like a lot of blood in the movie and it deals with some um very heavy themes and isn't afraid to show it and touch on it a little bit cool but i'd say yeah if you're interested if you were interested in it from the trailer um it definitely does that times 10 what it shows in the trailer, so be careful with that. But other than that, um, sure, it's worth watching. There's definitely those two scenes are absolutely yeah. fantastic, and I think everyone does a good job in the movie too. Like the performances, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and check it out. I, I want to see it. I want to get hey, your I opinions think, on it. I think this weekend I may try and go see White Boy Rick and Assassination <sighs> Nation. I want to see White Boy Rick still too. Now it's getting to the point it's where there's so the many movies. Gonna be, we're gonna it, miss some. But there's two. There's there's a lot that are just they're good. But there's nothing that's yeah. really great right now, so yeah, it's like, hard to like make a decision on what I want to see. Like I missed Operation Finale, I think I wanted to see that one, but like, like apparently poo pooed on, or it just kind of mediocre. Exactly, Life itself like got destroyed, and I was excited. Which for one that was one. Life itself? It's the uh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. It's, the, it's this year's Collateral Beauty. It is. It is. Really? Yep. Except Collateral Beauty was really bad. Yeah, this has us like 11 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Life itself. Yeah, it got crapped on. <laughs> See, that's the thing with, like, you're Ow, right, ow, ow. It's like all these good movies are coming out, but I can't wait till the great ones. Yeah. yeah right. Well, it's still September. It's not, I mean, it's not October, November, December yet. I think October 12th kicks it off for us. No, dude. Venom. 
I don't know. October I, 12th <laughs> takes it off I'm not going to lie. Sisters or uh, brothers, six, si- the sisters brothers, brothers looks amazing to me. It may be in my top 10 uh, most anticipated this year. I love the cast. I love the trailers. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. But like I'm saying, like once October 12th hits, every oh, week, no, no, every yeah, yeah, week yeah, is going to have a fantastic yeah. movie, I feel. Oh, I'm no, pumped. yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's about it. All right, I got you. Solid hour-long episode. Thank you guys for listening to the Talent Brothers podcast. We'll be back again next week to talk about some stuff. We'll even touch on uh, probably the a mini series next week. Maniac. If Nick ends up watching it, I'll be definitely watching it. Is it on HBO? Uh, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yep. I can check it out too. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and your support. I've been your host Nathan Talent. My name is Nick Talent. Thank you for listening to our podcast. In the long run, it will really boost your confidence. I really appreciate it. And to my left, um, Tyler Bourne, thanks for listening. Signing off.